Pisces, welcome to your reading for January of 2022. It's so important to schedule in the pedicure, massage, workout, or date night. It provides the exact dose of optimism and fuel for everything else. Welcome to Uprise Astrology Podcast and today's episode. Today we are going to be focusing on two very important transits, in my opinion, that are going to really shape the month of January 2022. The first thing we're going to look at in today's episode is the powerful full moon in Cancer that it is going to be unfolding at 27 degrees. And then we will also take a look at the Venus retrograde that is coming to an end on January 29th. It is stationing at 11 degrees to start to go direct. And what does all of that mean? We're going to take a look at the chart. I'm also pulling a tarot reading at the very end to see what this month is going to bring to you. My intention is to cut through the noise and bring you the most important messages so that you are prepared. Let's dive into this reading and pull up the charts. So Pisces, this beautiful full moon in Cancer, is going to be happening between your 11th house and the fifth house. The 11th house is a time where we are focusing on anything that has to do with the groups or group minds, any kind of affiliations, any type of uh, future goals too. In my opinion, the 11th house has to do with future goals. Like what are we aiming for? Where does our life really belong? That is the 11th house. Now under this umbrella, sometimes it has to do with friends. It has to do with technology as well. Um, and it can have to do with our roots, um, coming back to our roots or feeling like that there is a, a sense of belonging that we have. This is where the sun is at. That's where Pluto is at. And that's where Venus is at. We're going to dive into um, those aspects in a, just a little bit, but you have a lot going on in this house and the full moon in cancer is going to be in the fifth house. So if you're new to astrology, any full moon is in opposition to the sun. That's when the sun and the moon are looking at each other from 180 degrees. And it's a time of undoing a climax or some kind of a breakthrough that we're having. They're not always very strong, um, but this full moon is going to be a big one for sure, because it's at 27 degrees and it is in the sign of cancer. What does cancer represent? Cancer ha can have themes of protection, caution, and also being very much in tune with a specific emotion that is coming up that has to do with our comfort zone or with our discomfort, depending on what the emotion is. So what I'm predicting for this full moon is that we are going to be in a place where we're going to come into the week over emotional with a sense of being ready. 27 degrees has a lot to do with going into action. The two and seven, they add up to nine. Nine is a headstrong number. It has a lot to do with initiation. It has a lot to do with um, taking action. And so what we're looking at is that this uh, full moon fires us up with a sense of being ready, yet being cautious at the same time. There's a part of us that wants to move life forward. And now for you, this is happening between the two houses we just mentioned. The fifth house has a lot to do with your life goals and also with your heart's desire or any kind of joy that you are generating on in life, right? Like where is the joy that is really connecting to your heart? What are some of the things that you're really connected to? 
childlike joy, joy as well, which leads me also to the subject and theme of children. Um, it can also have to do with your romance life, right? This has to do with romance. What does romance really look like and things that we do in generally that we love? That's the involvement. So you have this concentration between these two houses that there's a part of you that wants to have a breakthrough and where you belong in these th uh, themes I just mentioned. And your heart is ignited to move your life in a new direction. You have new goals and desires when it comes to what your life ambition is in your purpose, in your heart, in your joy. And there's new goals that come up with that. And you feel like you're ready to bring your power back online between these two houses. Now, what's so interesting about this week is that the very next day after the full moon occurs, which is going to be on January 17th, then the next day we have the sun in Capricorn at the very last degree, 29, uh, making a trine to the North Node in Taurus. And I want to just real quick point out where the North Node is moving into for you. And that is the, the third house. And it's going to be a South Node in um, Scorpio in the ninth house. I want to recap real quick, though, what it is that you're moving out of to kind of give you a bigger um, picture as to what's happening. So here, the South Node and the North Node are coming out of your 10th house, okay, and your fourth house. So this is really, really big because the fourth and the 10th house, the nodes, um, have a lot to do with your career legacy and your comfort zones or your life, basically how it's impacted from your upbringing. Now, deliberate action that you're taking then as a result of it and how you get involved in the world, you have had a lot of concentration here over the last 18 months and you are coming out of that theme now. And you may have experienced now over the last 18 months, a time where you have changed your mind about what you feel comfortable with and what you don't feel comfortable with and what the truth is about that on how you interact with the world. A lot of changes here, a lot of recentering and realignment. Now, the nodes are coming out of these houses and they transition now into your ninth house and the third house. What does that mean? The ninth house has a lot to do with your higher mind, how you think, your philosophy. It has to do with the voyage that you have in life, right? The voyage in life, the adventure in life, the philosophy, the way in which you view life and your belief systems. We can say that that is in a nutshell, the ninth house. The South Node in Scorpio is going to recenter and realign this aspect of your life over the next 18 months. There's going to be a lot of focus on these themes I just mentioned. Now, the North Node is going to move into your third house. The third house is the house of how you think about yourself, how you apply your thinking, your mindset, and what you do on the day-to-day -day basis as far as your thinking patterns go, the habitual thinking patterns that you have or mindset application in a way is the third house. It can also be between these two houses uh, it can be about publishing. The third house is more about you writing or using your hands or texting um, something that you're doing with your hands. The ninth house 
very often, in my opinion, whatever you're creating in the third house, the ideas that you have, you now publish it. That is the ninth house. So you have this um, concentration switch over the next 18 months between these two houses. And it's really, really interesting because you are sort of transiting into this um, week with a new vision of what uh, life is going to look like now. And the reason why I say new vision is because we have the uh, sun trining the North Node in the third house. So there is sort of a karmic story that's ending on where you thought life was going to be, where you thought you were belonging, what your goals and ambitions were when it came to the groups and affiliations and the like-minded people that you were a part of. There is an ending that is occurring here. And you now, as a result of it, are focusing on a new vision about your life. You've learned a lot. There might be something that you are going to be working on as a result of it. Um, and so that trine is bringing sort of a glimpse, a vision of what that is going to look like. A lot of this is going to still unfold, but you sort of get this idea of where life is taking you now. What is so interesting about that is, is that, of course, the sun and Pluto are going to be together. And so when we take a look at this, Pluto always brings us to the humble truth of things. And so there is a a true thing that is happening, if that's even a word, there's a truth that's sort of surfacing about where you belong and what your goals are and where you, what you need to do as far as like your thinking goes in regards to that, how you want to maybe change it or what is happening. Now, you could be also receiving um, some interesting news during this time because Uranus is going uh, direct at the same time. This is actually happening the same uh, day as the sun is trining the North Node. And so Uranus is responsible for us to think outside of the box, you know, to do things different, to, um, to think a bit from a different perspective, to find solutions so we can level up. Because Uranus not only is responsible for thinking outside of the box, but essentially it is about a reinvention. Okay. Now Uranus does not like to be in Taurus, but you know, every planet doesn't matter if it's exalted or um, at its fall or as detriment, I believe is teaching us something very unique and something very special. Now Uranus in Taurus at 10 degrees stationing to go direct. This could be a new uh, piece of information that you come across, or you have this epiphany, or you have this conversation with someone that is sharing a, a brilliant idea. And as a result of it, this adds to the vision, this adds to the glimpse of what is about to unfold in life over the next you know, year and a half. And so that is what my prediction is for a lot of you, that you are going to be in this place where you feel this breath of fresh air <laughs> in this area. Now, the other thing I do want to talk about is the Venus retrograde that we have been putting up with <laughs> in Capricorn. Venus has been in Capricorn uh, since November 5th. It then moved uh, all the way up to 26 degrees. And then on December 19th, it's stationed to move the uh, retrograde. And since then, we have been really reviewing our relationships. So for a lot of you, you have been taking a close look at relationships uh, where you are connected within a group um, and desires and goals within that. Uh, you have been undoing so to speak, a lot here. So there is a change that is occurring for um, a lot of you in a way. You know, what is it 
that you don't like anymore? What is it that you don't desire anymore? What are you not a part of? And maybe you are thinking very differently now about certain things when it comes to uh, the groups that you're a part of. And so this is sort of coming into a clarity when Venus stations to go direct. There is a part of you that feels like you're going to come back home and find some clarity of where you really belong in life, you know, where your relationships really belong in life and where you are not willing to, to make sacrifices. Venus in the 11th house can be a very sacrificial sort of um, transit in my opinion, I've, I've seen this pattern over and over again with some of my clients. When Venus goes through the 11th house, there's sort of like uh, the exchange, like an, a sacrifice made in exchange to show up for a group or in exchange to uh, show up for um, a particular sort of cause. And what's the cost? right? What's the cost for you? What are, what are you not getting back? Is it draining you? These types of things. Now, when Venus goes to 11 degrees on January 29th, it's going to start to move direct. And I think you're going to get some much needed clarity on what you are not going to incorporate moving forward anymore and what it is that you don't want as far as your goals and ambitions and your, and your life goals within this theme that I just mentioned. So that's what I'm seeing here for your chart. All right, Pisces. So here are your cards for the month of January, 2022. And I, you know, the first thing that I want to point out is many of you are busy and there is sort of the sense that there is now a, a turn of events with money. Uh, and the turn of events with money, or let's just say like some kind of business or some kind of company that you might be involved with, um, or the set of sort of the responsibilities that you have, you're coming to uh, the point where you're reviewing that. The Queen of Pentacles is an energy where you are involved in managing more than just like your set of responsibilities there's like a bigger picture responsibility that you are looking at okay that's the sense i'm getting now there is sort of this place that you have reached in your life for many of you you have reached in your life where you like what it is that you're seeing you like where your life is taking you at this time that's the sense I'm getting from the Queen of Pentacles for the month of January. What's interesting is that the Devil card is in the second position of this reading. And the second position is sort of the emotional picture. Now, the emotional picture or the emotional currency of this month for a lot of you has to do with you understanding your energy more but it has to do with how you are towards what is going on in your life like the impact of anything you say anything that you do there is like this um, awareness of your influence or the awareness of the impact that you have but perhaps you didn't think about yourself in this perspective before so there's a part of you, I almost feel like there's a part of you tempted to uh, reach out to something very particular in your life that you are wanting or you're wanting from somebody else or 
um, you, you're sort of in this place where I almost feel like you're really thinking this through. There's, there's a part of you that really has to think this through. Yes, because it has to do with another person. It's either another person or it's a desire that you have, the jack of spades. I feel like this has to do with another person. Um, who is this person? I don't know. It's It feels like this person is new in your life or uh, there is this idea that you are having, but perhaps this is not the time to pursue it. We have the five of wands underneath it. And I just want to say that. It's not the time to pursue it. You have to give yourself more space, Six of Cups. It's really interesting how this reading is starting. <laughs> you have to give yourself a little bit more space because you see, what you're not expecting is how you actually end up feeling at the end of the month. So this is sort of like happening in the beginning at the end of the month. And even in, in February, because we have this Mercury retrograde happening, for a lot of you, this Mercury retrograde is going to make you rethink a lot of the financial goals that you have. And there are four things that you're going to end up doing. It's not just two, four. If you thought like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, really reach for having an investment or I'm going to reach for having a particular piece of property, there are more things attached to the, to the investment or the time that you are putting in when it comes to money. Anything in regards to money is changing. Some of you are taking a completely different approach at the end of the month to business. If you have been in the business of like selling flowers, I know it's gonna sound really weird. This example is very flowery. But if you've been in the business of selling flowers, you're now going to sell um, you know, other things you now realize that the world is changing and you might be selling video games or you're gonna sell some other product that maybe you didn't think you would do. But the word that comes to mind with whatever this product is attached to is savage. You know, it's, it's not, it's sort of like, it's interesting because it's gonna open up the doors to other things in your life. But you're walking away from anything that is sort of outdated, which is what the Seven of Wands is about. You know, there's there's a particular way in which you used to live your life or how you used to invest your time and money and, and uh, energy to how you would make money or what it was that you were attracted to or what, or just in general, what you were doing at work. You just don't wanna do that anymore. That is, in a nutshell, what you're walking away with. What's exciting is this chariot card because this chariot card comes with a very surprising conversation um, that is gonna turn into a possible money situation as well for you to explore a different skill set or you already have the skills but you just need to have some time to rethink on what you wanna do, but you're starting a whole new a whole new uh, business line or again, this switch is happening very unexpectedly and I feel like everything is gonna feel a little bit coming full circle in this area or in this subject on the 28th. This person is not 
the person that we read earlier with the devil is absolutely not connected to what I just talked about. This is a whole different story. It's either someone from the past that is trying to come back into the picture. For some of you, if this is a romantic thing, you have to wait. You have to wait. You may, because of the way that the cards are, you may regret this. That's, I have to say this, okay? Now, because the energies are so um, strong this month, because we are in Capricorn, it's very strong. It's very, um, I don't want to say heavy because that's not, that's not it. It's just that the energies have a pull, okay? It keeps us super grounded. It also keeps us in this place of where we could be more on the serious side of life. Because of that, I want to come back to the scheduling time of things that will keep you on the lighter note emotionally. That's the Six of Cups. Any workouts, any time away from screens, any time with you know, your friends, any time with family, this month is all about creating that space because the more that you create that space, the more you're going to bounce back to what it is that you need to do for you as far as the finances go and the next steps. It's going to become a lot more better because this time that you're taking out turns into fuel. I know we say this very often, you know, like you see all these quotes like on Instagram or whatever, or like we talk about this very often, like you got to take the time for yourself. But truly, this is one of these months for a lot of you Pisces to take this time for yourself, because if you don't, this situation is going to pull you right back in. And I'm not sure that you want to go there. You see, this has to do with your past and it has also to do with some kind of attachment to a person. And possibly for some of you, it has to also do with either the person has an addiction or the person has a, a part about themselves. You know what this energy feels like? It feels like Jekyll and Hyde. That's what the energy feels like. It's really crazy. Somebody is like coming right back. I don't know what it is. They, they kind of like almost like they're sensing that you're just in this uh, different position in your life. And it's sort of like a universal test. That's what this feels like. They're like, hey, you know, you want to be bad again? Or you want to be, you know, in this subject again? Because wasn't it so good? You know what it makes me uh, think of? It's like when you're addicted to sugar. Like you have to have sugar. This is, I'm not saying that this situation has to do with sugar. I'm just saying that this has to do with like this idea that you need it. And you have to wait. Go to the pedicure. Go to the workout. Go to the movies. You know, go treat yourself to a nice dinner. You're going to rethink it then. Because then you will have this epiphany of the emotional boundary that has to be put into place. Because you see, when you came out of that situation, back then, when things had gotten to a point where you realized you had to do things different. When you came out of the situation, the seven of wands is like a time where you had to really work on yourself and you had to heal maybe um, a time that you felt was lost. You know, when, we, when we're talking about healing, we're, we're talking about all sorts of different subjects. But with the seven of wands, it has to do with the time that you've been putting in, but also like the exhaustion around this particular subject it 
it's just, it cannot happen again. And when you wait, you're going to see that. And you're also going to walk away from anything that is, you know, tempting you to go back into that realm because you just like, you know that you are different now. The chapter of your life is different and you just don't want to go back to it. So stick to things that make you happy right now. You don't need this additional thing or this additional person to convince you that there's some other thing better, some other feeling that's better. It's really interesting because it's like you're so wise to know that already, but I just feel that in this particular energy field that we're in, there is a lot of this, you know, selling of this like, I like this is going to make you feel a particular way. There's a packaging around certain things that is very manipulative at this time. And you just can't be pulled into it is what the cards are saying was what I'm telling you what the what the cards are basically saying right now here, right? So I just feel that the message here is clear. Focus on the things that make you feel good. Focus on a few dog in the background. She agrees. She's been, she's barking a little bit. She's like, yes, stick to your own, you know, stick to your own energy, stick to your own goals. Don't get distracted. Now, I feel like that is the message. And then also the message is like, pursue the things that are, that are really right now, logically bringing you to an expansion of money or an expansion of the things that you really like doing when it comes to your career and your work. Um, this is going to be uh, proving to be very well uh, worth it uh, six months from now. So that is what I'm seeing here for you, Pisces. Um, let me know how this month is unfolding for you. That's a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you liked this video. I hope that it provided you the guidance that you need in order to navigate through this month. Thank you so much for being here. I would love to stay connected to you, so be sure to subscribe. You can also follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Uprise Astrology Podcast, and I will see you here in the next episode.